This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Shavua Tov, Agutvoch. I would like to thank, uh, to begin with Torah Anytime, for all that they do throughout the world, and also to Chazak, an organization that's very close to my heart, and in particular, their director, Rabbi. Rabbi Eibov, for his unbelievable work. Lehagdil Torah Ladira. He is an individual that understands the heart of Klal Yisrael, and he should be blessed with continued Hatzlacha B'surot Tovot Yeshuot V'Nechamot. Interesting, when a person comes to this particular time, when all of us want to know how do we gain zechuyot, how do we gain mitzvot, how do I have additional power to bring bracha, to bring blessing into my life. So I would like to start this evening with something fascinating. A incident that we read about, first in the Talmud, and then also in the Midrash. The great Rabbi Shimon ben Chalafta, Rabbi Shimon ben Chalafta, he was going to a simcha. Everybody should always go to simachot, Yerbu simachot Yisrael. Always go to a lot of happy occasions. When you're invited, she'ela if you're allowed to turn down an invitation to a simcha. Everybody knows, to a Brit, if you invite, you got to come. Everyone knows, if you're invited to a wedding, you can't say, well, I got a busy week, I don't know, I'll get in late that night too. Not so simple. A person is invited to a simcha, they should make sure that if it is all possible, they should go. So, Rabbi Shimon is invited, he goes to a Brit Milah, he's going to be Mishtatev, he's going to join in together with everybody. There are the great Chachmei Yisrael, the great Chachamim, joined him that evening. And they were all together, and they were gathered there. All of a sudden, the host, the Aviya Ben, the father of the baby that was just given the Brit Milah, comes with special wine. The wine was aged for seven years. When a person realizes that the food and the drink at the Sudat Mitzvah has a special segula, always eat. If you can, wash. Make netilat yadaim. Eat hamotzi at any simcha. Doesn't matter what it is. It's very important because the food is misugal. The food has a special charm to it. So the host was giving everybody wine. While they were having wine, everybody was boteach in Hashem. Everyone had great belief and trust in Hashem. That was at the Suda. All of a sudden, in the middle, when he was giving out the wine, one of the Chachamim said that which we say at every Brit, Keshem Shenichnas La Brit, Ken Yikanes, the Torah Lechupaul Maasim Tovim. Just like we are now gathered together at the Brit, just like we just brought a new child into the Britoshal Avraham Avinu, so too may we go from here, the Torah, Bar Mitzvah, Bat Mitzvah, Lechupa. To the time of the great wedding, ulamasim toivim, and for future, everybody there said amen. The host said, 
with this wine that we drank out of by the Suda for the Brit Milah, we should all be Zocher to drink from that wine at this little boy's wedding. Immediately, everybody said, Amen. When a person hears a bracha, you got to jump on the bandwagon. Don't let life go by. You say Amen immediately, you have a zechut for a thousand years. Interesting. They read every time when they bless the new month, Shabbos Mevarchim. On that month, they always say that the molad, it's the time when the new moon, it's technical, is going to be, and they give the exact hour and the exact time. It happened to be, it was one shul, it was one year, that there was an oddity that came up. The molad was going to be exact, hour, minute, second. The man said, the next time this is going to happen will not be for another 70 years. 70 years. I bless everybody here that we should be here in 70 years. At that time, only one, it wasn't Chazak, it wasn't Bet Gabriel, it was a regular place. Only one man said Amen. Seventy years later, there was only one man living from that entire group. The man that said, Amen. So what had happened, when everybody said Amen, that they're going to have the wine later in that wedding, everybody was excited. At that point, it was already the end of the Suda. Rabbi Shimon got up, and he was walking back home. He goes into the street and he starts to walk back home. All of a sudden, something happened. He bumps into somebody. Somebody that we're not too interested in meeting. He bumps in to the Malachamavet. He bumps into the angel of death. And there he sees the angel of death. And the angel, the Malach, is upset. His face is down. He's upset. All of a sudden, Rabbi Shimon says, Why are you upset? Now, is a big question. Why did he ask the Malach HaMavet if he's upset or not? Who cares? Elamai, we realize the Malach of Mavet is also a Malach from Hashem. A person has to worry about everything in this world. All the malachim, all the people, you see someone on the road and they're not happy. you got to say, what's the matter? You can't say, I don't want to talk to that guy, I don't want to talk to that lady right now, I'm going to just walk by. You have to ask, what's wrong? Can I help you? Is there something maybe you'd like to tell me you want to unload? Is there a way that I could lift you up? Is there a way that perhaps I could be of some help to you? That is our job. Even malachamavis. Even Malachamavet. So Rabbi Shimon says, What's the matter? And he answered, I have a petek in my hand. I have a little slip, a little note, a petek. And there it is written that that little boy that just had the Brit, 
I'm supposed to be able to take him in 30 days. I'm supposed to take him out of this world in 30 days. Rabbi Shimon looked at him. You're taking 30 days? Just had a Brit Milah? The Malach says, no, I cannot. Because everybody inside did so many mitzvot, everyone inside said the bracha that we should use this wine and use it once again when he will be married. And everyone was so full of mitzvot. And everybody learned there was learning going on during the Sudah. And everybody is doing tzedakah. Everybody's doing charity. I cannot touch him. I cannot touch the boy anymore. That's why I'm angry. That's why I'm upset. Rabbi Shimon saw in his hand, he had a lot of other pitgaot, a lot of other notes. Rabbi Shimon said, tell me, I want to know something. Is my name on one of those notes in the hand of the Malach HaMavet? He said, no. No. Not you and not any of your friends. Why? Because he said, I have no rule, no authority no jurisdiction over you or any of your friends. I don't have any power over the whole group. Why? Because you are Amol Torah. You learn. You learn. You're involved. You do mitzvot. You do tzedakah. You do charity. I cannot touch you. It is like a shield that a person wears when they do a mitzvah, they come to a night of learning. They come to Chazak, Matzah Shabbat. Everybody here, you do a million things. You go to a lot of places. You stay at home. You come in and actually learn the zuchut that you take with you this week, this year, is unreal. So he says, I have no shlita, I have no rule over you whatsoever. It does not only mean that a person learns. It does not only mean that a person gives actual tzedakah, they give charity into the kupa, into the box. It doesn't only mean that. It means I use my midot in the correct way. It means that I refine my character. One big thing that a person can do is vitur, is when I am able to be maver al midot. What does that mean? Simple. Somebody insults me, I look away. Somebody upsets me, I look away. Somebody runs and takes my place in front of me. I'm in line. Hey, man, what are you doing? Get out! No, 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 no. Vitor, bevater, don't say nothing. Somebody sits in your seat and uses your machsor on Yom Kippur. And you need that. <laughs> Vitor, don't say nothing. It's okay. Individual that knows how to do that can ask Hashem for anything that they want in this world. Especially when they are embarrassed. Especially when somebody comes over and insults an individual because they were doing good. 
They were doing good. Were they saying no great deed uh, gets unpun- goes unpunished or whatever it is? You were trying to help out and somebody came over. They insulted you. They said, what are you doing over here? Well, what's going on? Where do I belong here? Why, why am I getting... No, 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 no. Instead of shooting back, instead of upsetting them, instead of writing out a letter or chas computer. No, 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 no. You leave it go. You let it go. You say, I am evater. I'm evateret. I don't care. You want to hear something unreal? One of the worst things that I ever heard, I cannot tell you, I don't know if I heard a worse thing. I'm walking in the streets. I don't know if you know Brooklyn, but I was walking near Brighton Beach because I had to do somebody a favor. I never walk in that area. I walk in the area near my house, in Flatbush. I walk in different places, but not there. One time I had to be there. I'm walking down the street. A woman comes over. Nebuch, a young woman that grew a little bit older, doesn't have a shidduch. And she says, Rav Goldwasser, why are you here? <laughs> I didn't know I needed an excuse to be in bright. I said, the reason I'm here is because I have to go to do a chesed right down the block. She said, no, no, I mean, but why are you here now? And I said, because I, I don't believe this. I said, why? She said, you won't believe what happened to me. I can't believe the earth. She kept saying it. I said, what happened? She said, you know, I'm not married. I'm older. I feel bad enough. I still try whatever I can. I go and I eat shadchanim and I go to whatever event there is. And it's, uh, I'm a Rachmanus, she says to me. Rachmanut. I said, no, you're not. She says, listen, what happened? I'm going past. I had to pick somebody up from school, a little girl. She happens to be a niece of mine. When I'm going to pick her up, I take her in my hand. Somebody comes over to me and gave to me the biggest insult that I ever, ever heard in my entire life. I never never thought that there was such an insult. She told me the insult. I hate to say it. I also agreed with her. I'll tell you privately if you want to know afterwards what it was. So she said, I left the little girl off. I'm walking here on the streets. I can't go home. I can't face anybody. My heart is gone. I feel like I want to be I won't tell you what she said. I want not to be here in this world anymore. I am so angry. Do you know that I would like to go to that person who said it to me? And I would like to... And she began to tell everything. I said to her, don't go that way. Don't go that way. You have every right to say anything that you want. You have every right to be full of anger. No human being ever has the right to say such a terrible thing to another person. I agree with you. I'm asking 100%. However, I can promise you one promise. If at this time, she told me the lowest point in her life, if at this one time, you cannot say one word, 
if this one time you will be mocho, that person in your heart, if this one time you look past it and you will never, ever look back and you'll never think about it again, I can promise you a bracha. She said, completely? I said, completely. No trace? I said, no trace. Nothing left in your entire heart about it. Is that the din? I said, for you, that's the din. She said to me, I'm a kabel. I accept it. I completely forgive the person. I said, okay, now wish them a bracha. I have to wish a bracha. <laughs> it's not my, I forgave them. I have to do it. Wish a bracha. She wished the person a bracha. I turned around. I said goodbye to her. Honestly, I felt so bad for her. Do we know how a person could be affected by one wrong word, by one wrong sentence, by one time that a person didn't act correctly? We don't. I walked away from her. I went to pray Mincha, went to Landau's. I opened up, Look at our afflictions. Look, look what this young woman went through. Look at the affliction. Hashem, you got all the shiduchim. Maybe this lady, maybe now, maybe what she went through, maybe Magyalach, maybe she should have it. Miyodea. Who knows? Three weeks later, I get a call from this woman. Hello? Herb Goldwasser? Yes? Uh, I have to tell you something. I said, okay. I wasn't sure who it was. She was too excited. She didn't tell me. Uh, you could tell me anything. That What is it? Hello! Hey, you won't believe it! Then I realized who she is. I met somebody. It looks very good. I would like to bring him to you. I said, it's not real. I said, come right now. Usually I say, come three weeks. I said, come right now. They came in through the side door in the study. I take a look at this guy. (laughs) I want to tell you, you know what they say, like tall, dark, and handsome? This guy, he's a... Ezechatan, what a guy. Ben Torah, from wonderful, cultured, everything. She said, we, we, uh, what'd she say? The first time we saw each other, we knew it's a shidduch. <laughs> I tell you the truth. I had such a munah that day when they left that office. I said, now I believe. <laughs> I believe Ben Munah, Shalemah, Hashem, and everything that good that happens. They got married. They got married. The koach of vitur. The koach of giving up. Let me tell you for a second. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. In the Torah that we read Parshat Chukat. What do we read? Yiftach HaGiladi. Yiftach. Unbelievable story. What happened is 
In the beginning we read, Yiftach HaGeladi Haya Gibar Chayel. He was strong. He was mighty. He was put together. Yiftach. However, Buhu Ben Isha Zona. He came from a different woman. Not the same as the family. Bekivan Shel Gilad Hayu Od Banim. Gilad had other children besides Yiftach. They were born from a proper woman, and therefore when they all grew up, so the mother said, let's get rid of Yiftach, he came from Isha Zona, he came from that other woman, let's get rid of him. He should not inherit, no money, from our father's house. He's from somebody else. How do you do that? How do you separate somebody? Because maybe they didn't have the same yichus. They didn't have the same lineage. They didn't have the same family tree. What happened? Immediately we learn in the psukim. Everybody take a look at it a little bit later when you'll have a chance. The psukim are unreal. It says, where did Yiftach do? Yiftach ran away. Yiftach. Vayivrach Yiftach mipnei achav. Yiftach ran away. He didn't stay. He left. The great Rabbi Yisachar Dov, the great Avodat Yisachar, asked the question, why didn't he stay? He was stronger than they were. He was mightier than they were. He had more power than everyone in the family. He should have stayed right there and he should have demanded his portion in the Yerusha, in the inheritance. Why he left? Why did he go? Very interesting answer. The Avodat Yisachar said he didn't know if he could hold out. Right now he was Mevater. Right now he gave it, he says, okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to argue. He was afraid though if a little bit of time would go on, his willpower would be tested. Chas maybe he'll lose it, and he'll start yelling at them, or yelling at her, or demanding his rights. He chose to be mevater. He picked up, Vayivrach Yiftach. He ran. He fleed. He went away, because he was afraid what was going to happen. Can you imagine a person that does such a thing? The power that they will have in this world? We cannot even imagine how many brachot that a person is able to get one time when they let it go. One time when they're mochel. One time when they say, you know what, I'm not going to argue back. Not to argue back. It doesn't matter. Even a daughter upset a mother, even a son upset a father, even somebody who owes you kavod, a talmid, a tamidah, embarrass you. And you can stand on ceremony, and they owe you kavod, and you don't say a word. I'm a vater. At that moment, you can ask Hashem for anything you want in this world. We can never tell we all have it inside of us. Everybody. We have gadlut. 
greatness inside of us. No matter where we are, no matter who our parents are, no matter where we came from, no matter which country of origin, no matter where you went to school, no matter what you learn, no matter where you learn, doesn't matter. Everybody's got the power inside. That power we got from Harsinai. That power we got from way back when in our parents' home. If I could, I would go on the whole night. But I will be Messiah in Bedover Tov. I'll end with something which I feel very close to my heart. A young Avrech got married. Kol man. He couldn't afford Yerushalayim. Prices were too high. So the best he could do, he got a little dira, a little apartment in Haifa. He had to move there. More affordable houses. He'll go and learn in Haifa. However, before he was married, he learned with a bocher, with a young man in Yerushalayim, someone that needed chizuk, Someone needed encouragement. And he helped him out all the years. When he left, that bocher felt pretty bad because he always had him to learn with. He always had him to be together with. The Avrech decided, I better call him up and see how he's doing. He called him up on the telephone. He asked him about his welfare. The bocher was broken. The bocher felt so bad. He said, I don't have Cheshach anymore to go on. I have no interest in going on. Everything is going bad. I'm not meeting my challenges. The Nisyonot I have in life. At that moment, the Avrech tried to encourage him. He said, no, keep in there. Don't worry about it. Learn. Try. I'll call you up more often. The young Bokhar began to cry. The Avrech said, I'll tell you what. Come to Haifa. Get on the bus. Hurry up. Come to me right now. We'll learn together. We'll go around together. Come. The Bokhar said, okay. He came to Haifa. It was so bad. They were walking in the streets. And the Bokhar was so bad the whole time that the Avrech, the Kolo guy, was talking to him. He wouldn't smile. He wouldn't even look up. He didn't know what to do. Finally, for some reason, the Kolo guy, the Avrech, said, wait a minute, hold on for a second. I am a chassid from Kailin, a Stalin or chassid. As a Stalin or chassid, we have a great nigun that the world sings today. A nigun that was made by Reb Aaron Agadol, the great Reb Aaron Kalina, the greatest tzaddik, the Stalin Rebbe, Zechet Tzadik Livracha, made the song, Ka Echsov. Ka Echsov. How my heart longs for Hashem. How the great Shabbat comes into our life. Shabbat, that's the partner of Klau Yisrael. And he said, we always have a little Misora that we sing. And the underlying theme of this song is how much we desire to be close to Hashem. It's a great song of Chizuk. Can we sing it together? He tells the Bachar. They're in the streets of Haifa. And they begin, All of a sudden, 
the Bokhim begins to sing with him. They're walking down the street singing the nigun. It's an unbelievable nigun. Everybody. You got to know it. You got to sing it. Lel Shabbos. Friday night by the table. They begin singing it together. They're calling out and it's getting louder. All of a sudden, they notice that there's a man watching them. There's a man looking at them, an older man. He approaches them. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I heard this song. Can I record it? Can, could I record this song, please? I would like to have the song recorded. The Kolo Yungaman, the Avrech says to him, Why? He says, I tell you the truth. I came to live in Haifa with my parents. My mother came from the city of Karlin. In her house, they sang Ka Echsof every Friday night. When we came to this country, when we came to Israel, my mother came together with us. We got a dira apartment in Haifa. However, she left all spirituality, Torah, Yirat Shamayim, Mitzvot. The only thing, there was one thing that she carried over into the new land. We did not sing secular songs. We did not sing Shirei Ahava. We only sang Ka'echsof. The one Nigun that was carried over. And she would sing it with such heart. In such feeling, sometimes we would be sitting crying, singing the song Friday night, because that's the only thing we did. My mother, she said, he said was Nifteris. But the Nigun is engraved, Chokuk Aloach Libi. It's engraved in my heart. When I was walking here this evening, and I heard you singing it, it started to bring back all the feelings of my youth, of that wondrous nigun. So, the young man said, why do you want to record it? Why do you want to put it on a recording? He said, I tell you, because right now, my brother, my older brother is in the hospital. He's terminally ill. Khalili has only days left to live. I know without a doubt, that if there's something that could give him a moment of happiness before he returns his neshama to the olamos Dalionim, I know it would be just to hear that nigun. The Kolo guy said, no need to record it. You don't have to. We can go and sing it for him. We'll go and sing it. The Kolo guy, the Bacher, they went together to the hospital room. And there they started to sing. Hashem, your mercy should prevail. And they kept singing the different words. Your mercy, Al-Am on the holy nation, Hashem's mercy should flow. And they started to sing it again and again. All of a sudden, the brother for the first time opens up his eyes moves his hand to show how happy he is to hear the nigun. After they were finished singing, they left. The Avrech, the Kolo guy, and the Bocher. 
They were walking down the street. A couple of minutes later, they saw the elderly Yid, the brother, once again run after them. And he said, Baruch Dayan My brother passed on. However, he left this world escorted by that nigun, by that ka'echsof, declaring the longing and desire that we have for Hashem. He left with tears in his eyes. He left with the nigun of his childhood to give him comfort and strength. Think about it. The mother was porek oil. She cast it all off. Not Shabbos, not Pesach, not Yom Kippur, nothing. She lived in Haifa, brought her children up. Chilonim. However, this Shir Shel Shabbat, that song of Shabbat, that she heard in her father's house, that was mashpia on her, that influenced her, found their way into the hearts of the children and played a role until my brother's very last day on this earth. It's the koach of one one thing that is holy. In the zuchut of all the mitzvot that we do, the zuchut of the chesed that we do, in the zuchut of all the good of the vitor, when a person lets it go, we should all be zochet to all the great brachot, Ruchniyat un Gashmiyot in Parnasumatsuya Barabach, Shiduchim, all good things, children going in the Darach of Hashem, Shalom Bayit, everything, children that are excited and enthusiastic for the way of Hashem. And we should already hear of the Pame Mishek Tzidkenu Bimherov Yomeno. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.